Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Jesus is Like Gravity. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come today hungry and ready for your precious word. Father, show us in your word how to be more like you. Show us your ways, Father. Holy Spirit, guide us. Help us to discern your word. And thank you for your goodness. Thank you that Jesus is the word of God. We come ready to receive today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic. Jesus is like gravity. My friends, this may sound like a strange title today, but the Holy Spirit put this saying in my heart when I was witnessing to an atheist a number of months ago, and he put it on my heart today. It is so easy to try to live our lives totally in the sense realm, the natural realm, and then think there isn't any Jesus, or think this thought, I've never seen Jesus, or where is Jesus? But Jesus is like gravity. You can't see him, but he is very, very real. And he paid the price at Calvary for all the sins of mankind. The only question is, will each of us individually receive the free gift that Jesus provided? Let's start today in John chapter 20 and reading from the New King James Bible. Verse 1, Now the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken from the tomb. Verse 2, Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. 3, Peter therefore went out and the other disciple and were going to the tomb. For so they both ran together, and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. Five, and he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen cloths lying there, yet he did not go in. Six, then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb, and he saw the linen cloths lying there. Seven, and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded together in a place by itself. Eight, then the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed. Nine, for as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Ten, and the disciples went away again to their own homes. Eleven, but Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. Twelve, and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Thirteen, then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Fourteen, now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. 15, Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have lain him, and I will take him away. 16, Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, Teacher. 17. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren 
and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father and to my God and your God. 18. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her. 19. When the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. 20. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. 21. So Jesus said to them, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. Folks, that's still the same message for all of us today. He's sending us out into this world. 22, and when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. 23, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. 24, now Thomas called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. 25, the other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. My friends, that's the state of many in the world today. Unless they see Jesus, they do not believe. 26, and after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the door being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace to you. 27, then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here and look at my hands, and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. 28, and Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. 29, Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Folks, that's the majority of the world today, right? I don't know too many people that have seen Jesus. There's been some appearances. I understand that. But the majority of us are the believers who've never seen Jesus, but yet we still believe. And he is as real as gravity. 1 Peter 1, 8 and 9 in the Amplified Bible. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not even see him now, you believe and trust in him and you greatly rejoice and delight with inexpressible and glorious joy. Nine, receiving as the result, the outcome, the consummation of your faith, the salvation of your souls. My friends, we have the salvation of our souls because we've accepted Jesus even though we haven't seen him. Hebrews 12, 2 in the Amplified, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. My friends, Jesus completed the job at Calvary, and he rose again from the dead, and he's seated at the right hand of God. And those of us that follow him, we know, even though we've never seen him, 
that he's real and he's our Savior. Now, closing John 20, verses 27 through 29, the Amplified. 27, then he said to Thomas, reach here with your finger and see my hands and put your hand and place it in my side. Do not be unbelieving, but stop doubting and believe. 28, Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. 29, Jesus said to him, because you have seen me, do you now believe? Blessed, happy, spiritually secure, and favored by God are they who did not see me and yet believed in me. My friends, that's us. Happy, spiritually secure, and favored by God are those of us that have not seen Jesus, yet we believe. I hope you're one of those believers out there today. Cast away doubt and put your trust in the King of kings and the Lord of lords. His name is Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. Although we've never seen Jesus, we know he's more real than gravity. We know that he died on that cross for us. He paid the price. And all of us that choose to accept him as Lord and Savior have eternity in heaven to look forward to. We thank you for putting people in our path to share Jesus with each and every day. Thank you. You work with us. In his name we pray. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.